From Diversion Podcasts in association with iHeartRadio, I'm Gary Myers, and this is the GOAT, Tom Brady. Episode 13, Seven is So Sweet. By now, it's no secret where to find Tom Brady around 10 p.m. on the first Sunday night in February. The confetti is flying, and he's standing on the postgame victory podium holding the Lombardi Trophy. Come on now. This is getting a little bit ridiculous and redundant. Tom was back on the podium minutes after Super Bowl 55, following his seventh victory in 10 Super Bowls, hugging the trophy once again, and for the fifth time was named Super Bowl MVP. I'm so proud of all these guys out here. Everything we uh, dealt with all year. We had a rough month in November, but VA had all the confidence in us. The team had a lot of confidence. We came together at the right time. I think we knew this was going to happen tonight, didn't we? We ended up playing our best game of the year. Tom Brady not only strengthened his vice-like grip on his standing as the GOAT by outplaying the baby GOAT, Patrick Mahomes, in Tampa's surprisingly easy 31-9 victory over the Chiefs, he pretty much ensured he will never be caught. There had been some pre-Super Bowl talk that if Mahomes could beat Brady and win Super Bowls back-to-back and close the gap to 6-2 and two at the age of 25, that perhaps in time he could catch or even surpass Brady. Forget about that now. Brady widened his lead over Mahomes to 7-1. Let's just say if Mahomes is going to make up ground, he'd better start soon and not stop. He's got an awfully long way to go. By the time Mahomes is done playing in the next 10 or 15 years, I think his career line will read like this. Five Super Bowl appearances and three championships. That will be a great career. Brady's is off the charts. And he's not done yet. Walking away on top never crossed his mind. The Super Bowl wasn't over 15 minutes when he confirmed he will return to the Bucks next season to pursue his eighth championship. He has one year to go on his contract, and the Bucks could extend the deal in the offseason. I mean, why not? Brady will only be 44 in August. In the previous 12 episodes and six bonus episodes of the GOAT, Tom Brady, I've taken you along on his eventful journey from the beginning of his career as a backup quarterback on his winless freshman team at Sarah High School in his hometown of San Mateo, California, to accepting a scholarship in Michigan and lining up in his first practice as seventh string on the depth chart and then getting redshirted, to nearly transferring back home to Cal in the middle of his second year at Michigan to thinking he was going to be an early round draft pick in 2000 after he compiled a 20-5 record as the Wolverines quarterback when he finally started in his fourth and fifth year in the program, to the devastating disappointment of lasting until the 199th overall pick when Bill Belichick finally drafted him in the sixth round for the Patriots, and now to more Super Bowl championships than any franchise in NFL history. Brady has been great for the NFL. Despite Roger Goodell's battle with him and the nonsensical Deflategate controversy, the commissioner knows Brady has been good for business. You know, Tom Brady um, 
has shown that he is probably the greatest player to ever play this game. Uh, his leadership, um, his ability to rise to the big occasions and make everybody rise around him. That's what's absolutely incredible to me. You know, he, everyone just plays better when they're with him. Um, and so he's an exceptional talent. And but more importantly, he's one of the great guys. Uh, known him for uh, probably 15 years. And he's an extraordinary guy. He's just, um, he's real and he cares about this game deeply. He cares about the people involved with the game. And so for me, um, I wish him well. Um, I think he's going to um, continue to be a great performer. I'm glad to hear he's going to play a few more years. Tom Brady Sr. told me years ago that when Tom was deciding where to go to college and his choices came down to Michigan, Cal, and Illinois, he advised him that he should make sure to pick a school where he could be proud to get a diploma because an NFL career was not likely in his future. Tom Sr. is a great dad. But father doesn't always know best when it comes to predicting football careers. Brady Sr. and his wife Galen attended Super Bowl 55 after each overcoming COVID in September. On the day after the game, they had lunch with Tom in Tampa. He's extraordinarily happy. Very, very, very thrilled. Later that day, I reminded Brady Sr. about his advice to Tom back in 1995 before he picked Michigan, and we talked about how things turned out. If I didn't believe in miracles, there's no way that I could put his last 25 years into context. It's just unbelievable. Brady's 10 Super Bowl appearances lapped the field for quarterbacks. John Elway is next with five. His seven titles are way ahead of Hall of Famers Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw, who are next with four. In fact, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, and Kurt Warner, five current and future Hall of Famers from Brady's era, combined to equal Brady's seven. That group needs to bring in the two trophies belonging to Ben Roethlisberger, another future Hall of Famer, to push them ahead of Brady. He's the greatest winner in NFL history. He's more accomplished than any of the other elite players in the league's 101 seasons. Jim Brown, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Lawrence Taylor, and Johnny Unitas. It's hard to compare other sports, but two other goats fall short of Brady. Michael Jordan won six NBA titles, the last when he was 35, and Brady just passed him. Wayne Gretzky won four Stanley Cups, the last when he was 27. Derek Jeter is not the baseball goat, but he is the greatest winner in this generation of baseball players. He won five World Series, the last when he was 35. Brady is 43 and still playing as well as ever. Brady's 2003-2004 Patriots are the last team to repeat as champions. Now he will try to do it again. I never thought he was gonna retire regardless of what happened in Tampa in 2020, unless he sucked, which is his self-proclaimed barometer for quitting, or he suffered a debilitating injury, which he did not. In fact, he started all of the Bucks' 20 games and didn't miss one play because of injury, which is remarkable for a player, and especially a quarterback of any age, and especially his age. 
The Bucks were the first team to play the Super Bowl on their home field, and the victory only motivates Brady to go after more championships rather than convince him to walk away on top. We'll be back with more of the GOAT, Tom Brady, right after this. When John Elway walked away after ending his career with back-to-back Super Bowl victories, he was done physically. He didn't have it in him to take one more snap. Brady just wants to keep going. Whatever the TB12 training method is, it obviously works for him. He actually looks younger. I asked my friend Phil Sims of CBS to assess Brady's career. So, Phil, can you just put into perspective for me, Brady in the league, 21 years, 10 Super Bowl appearances and seven championships. That's just off the charts. Can I put it in perspective? The answer is no, I cannot. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, something you say and you hear it and you go, that can't be true. And I think all quarterbacks that ever played the NFL, especially they had any success, go, what the heck was I doing? And uh, (laughs) I know times, the thing about Tom Brady, he's gone through – like different periods of the NFL. He came into the one where they could do whatever they wanted to the quarterback, where uh, formation started to change and offenses started to change until we came into this era now where it's even different from the one, two generations past where he started. And, you know, listen, what can I say that hasn't been said? He works at it. He's meticulous. He's the golfer like Tiger Woods who goes, yeah, I won the Masters, but I'm not quite happy with everything so i'm gonna change my swing okay he's done that and and uh it's just one of the one of the many reasons and what happens to gary is to you you have success and that gives you clout and it's just the way he carries himself the way he talks to teammates the way he walks through the locker room and he's friends with everybody that becomes even bigger once you have had great success he uses that power to help his teammates to make the team better in a way that doesn't offend people. That is a great thing, one of the great things about him. And uh, Bruce Arians, I asked him that same question yesterday about Tom Brady. He goes, hey, he gets along with all the guys. He's one of the guys. And when you do that as a quarterback, the team and your teammates really appreciate it because deep down, as you know, as you've covered the NFL for so long, there's a group of players that hate the quarterback because they get too much attention and not enough to us who other guys that are doing great jobs. But Tom Brady handles that all extremely well. Brady sent a three-word pre-Super Bowl text message to all his Bucks teammates. It said simply, we will win. Why wouldn't the players believe him? They were just following their leader. Then he gave a fiery talk in the locker room before the game. Now consider this. Tom Brady really has had two Hall of Fame careers. Act one. From the time he took over as the Patriots starter in the third game of the 2001 season through the 2011 season, he went to five Super Bowls and won three. The three victories all came by three points. The two losses were by three points and four points to the Giants. One or two plays were the difference between being 5-0 and or even 0-5. That stretch right there is a Hall of Fame career. But as we know, there's more. Act 2. 
In Brady's last nine seasons from 2012 to 2020, covering ages 35 to 43, he's played in another five Super Bowls and won four of them. The last two games, victories over the Rams and Bucks, came in games when his defense did not allow a touchdown. The 10-point victory over Los Angeles two years ago was the largest margin in any of Brady's first nine Super Bowls. The 22-point victory over the Chiefs blew that away. After the Bucks won their last four regular season games, they made the playoffs as a wild card with an 11-5 record. Brady was going to have to work his magic to get the Bucks back home to Tampa to play the Super Bowl. He had to win three road playoff games. The 1985 Patriots, the 2005 Steelers, the 2007 Giants, and the 2010 Packers did it, and only the 85 Patriots failed to finish it off with a Super Bowl victory. Tampa had a surprisingly tough time at Washington in the wildcard round, but then won at New Orleans and Green Bay. The Superdome and Lambeau Field are always tough places to win, but the COVID restrictions placed limits on attendance, which made each venue far less intimidating. Then when the Bucks completed their playoff run by defeating the Chiefs, it meant Brady had gone up against Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes in consecutive games and beat all three former Super Bowl MVPs. Where does his seventh championship rank? Here's Tom. Every year is different. You know, this year has been so, it's been incredible for me. I, it's great. That's, that's where I rank it. It's great. It's been a great year and uh, incredibly, I mean, just fun. I just, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I think in a unique way, it was kind of like uh, with, with the coronavirus situation and all the protocols, it was really like football for junkies, you know? There was not really a lot of other things to do other than show up to work and play football. There was, you know, normally there's a lot of things go along with playing football. So if you love football, you know, this was the year to be a player in the NFL because that's all it was. It was like football camp with all your buddies year-round. So that was, I really enjoyed that part. The GOAT discussion is retired until much further notice. And it tilted the Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick argument very much in Tom's favor. One of the storylines after their breakup in the spring was who deserved the most credit for their success in their two decades together. And who would be the first to win the Super Bowl without the other? Brady answered each with an exclamation point. In New England, they needed each other. As each round went by in the draft, Brady was concerned he was headed to a career working for an insurance company. Belichick kept Brady's football dream alive by famously drafting him with the 199th overall selection and then doing a great job with his staff developing him. But at least for their second decade together, and probably five years longer than that, I thought the Patriots' success was Brady-driven. There was friction between Brady and Belichick the last few years. Their marriage had grown stale. And year one of the split was a complete knockout victory for Brady. No need to go to the judges' scorecards. He won the Super Bowl in Tampa, and the Patriots were seven and nine and missed the playoffs for the first time since Brady tore his ACL in the first quarter of the first game of the 2008 season. 
I asked Tom Brady Sr. if his son proved a point by winning without the hoodie. How important do you think it was to Tom to win this without Belichick? I don't think that was an issue, frankly, at all. I think the real issue was he wanted to, to win it for his teammates because he had stated to me that he had uh, won uh, six before, so his his uh, joy was in seeing the team and his really good teammates were able to enjoy the Super Bowl experience. I followed up with Tom Sr. Because of all the conversation all these years, was it Brady or was it Belichick? Don't you think there's some satisfaction in able to do it without Belichick, though? You know, I know... I, one thing I do know about Tommy and that is that he doesn't really look back. I do know that he is, he's appreciated uh, everything that Kraft and Belichick have done for him. And, uh, you know, you don't, you, you, you don't, I, I, he does not begrudge anything that happened in New England. He, he is so appreciative of the New England fans that have, are part of our heart. We've been there for 20 years, so I don't, I don't think that there is a, the grudge uh, factor in this thing at all. I reached out to Belichick via email to ask his thoughts on Brady's Super Bowl victory. He emailed me back right away, but not surprisingly, Belichick elected not to comment. I understand why he wants to avoid answering these questions as long as possible. Fans in New England are not happy with Belichick. They want to know how he possibly could let Brady leave. But you know what? I'm not sure the Patriots would have made the playoffs even if Brady remained. The skill position group in New England did not improve, and the defense was decimated by numerous COVID opt-outs. Still, it's just a bad look that Belichick had the greatest quarterback in NFL history and made just a half-hearted attempt to keep him, knowing Brady would reject his one-year offer and then the GOAT wins a Super Bowl in his first year out of town. Belichick forced Brady's departure, but Brady also wanted out. He thrived under Belichick's evil empire rule, but it was never much fun even with all the winning. The atmosphere Belichick creates is suffocating. Brady had enough. At his age, and with all his rings, he did not need his coach making an example out of him in practice or meetings whenever he made a mistake. Brady did extensive homework on the Bucs before he chose to sign with them. Tampa's roster was loaded with elite skill players and a very good offensive line that got even better when Iowa tackle Tristan Wirfs was drafted in the first round one month after Brady signed. The defense already had excellent players at all three levels. And if Brady was going to draw up a list of what he would want in his coach after 20 years of the demanding Belichick, he found it with Bruce Arians. Excellent offensive mind, very good assistant coaches, enjoys his players. His players love playing for him. And he was flexible adjusting his offense down the stretch after the Bucs had lost three of four games to hit their bye week at a disappointing 7-5. and five. The adjustment? He relied on the plays that Brady executed best and was doing that his entire career 
instead of putting too much emphasis on the no-risk-it, no-biscuit, downfield passing game that was not Brady's game. Brady quickly changed the culture of the entire Tampa organization in just five months. Losing was not an option. He taught the Bucs how to win. He's one of the great leaders in NFL history and walked into the locker room with instant credibility. Brady entered the 2020 season with 30 career playoff victories. In the Bucks' first 44 seasons in the NFL, they had made the playoffs just 10 times, had a 6-9 record, including a Super Bowl victory in 2002. They were the losingest team in the history of professional sports in this country. They now have 10 playoff victories, 40% of them by Tom Brady. And now Brady is up to 34 playoff victories. Joe Montana is next on the all-time list with 16. Here's Bruce Arians. This was a very, very talented football team last year, but we really didn't know how to win. And when you bring a winner in and and he's running the ship, it makes a a total difference in your locker room. Uh, Every time we step out on the field, we came from behind, I think, two times by 17 points down. And uh, I think the leadership that Tom brings and his attitude that, hey, let's go play. It's never over till it's over. And uh, and we're going to win this thing somehow, some way. And, uh, you know, it permeated through our whole locker room, his belief that we're going to do this. And knowing that he'd been there and done it, our guys believed it. And uh, it changed our entire football team. We'll be back with more of the GOAT, Tom Brady, right after this. One other factor in Brady handpicking Tampa. He's a California guy. Five years in Ann Arbor at the University of Michigan and 20 years in New England. That's a lot of snow and a lot of really cold winters. Brady wanted warmth for himself and his family. Tampa had that. He found his personal fountain of youth. Plus, Florida has no state income tax, which amounts to big savings on a $25 million salary. Brady was also the Bucks' de facto GM. He wanted old friend Rob Gronkowski with him once Gronk decided to end his one-year retirement. Done. Gronk caught two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He wanted Antonio Brown after he served his eight-game suspension for violating the personal conduct policy. Done. Brown scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. From the first day of training camp, Brady had to adjust to new players and new coaches, and they had to adjust to him. When COVID restrictions eliminated the offseason, and the time players can spend in the building during the season. Brady did get a head start on training camp by breaking the COVID rules of the NFL and holding a few throwing sessions with his new receivers at a Tampa high school. Here's Arians again. It was all about sacrifice and commitment to each other. We had to beat the virus before we could beat another team. And I can't say enough about our guys' commitment to each other. And this is one of the closest teams I've ever been on. And we couldn't eat together. We couldn't talk to each other. I mean, for them to care this much about each other and not the bonding experience somehow happened. And I'm still trying to figure out how because 
under the pandemic, this was so, so hard of a year for a team to be close. And this is one of the closest teams I've ever been on. Brady always says his favorite ring is the next one. So he's going after number eight. All along, he's insisted he's going to play until he's 45. He'll be 45 on August 3rd, 2022. At the Super Bowl, he left the door wide open playing past 45 if he still has the commitment, which means if he's still playing well and he's healthy. Age is nothing more than a number to him. In football years and the way he's playing, 45 is the new 30. Let's continue my conversation with Phil Sims. And you can see Tom playing at this level for another couple of years? I could see him, to be honest. I said when he said the 45 thing, I laughed. I go, come on. It's, it's a great thing to say. It's a great thing to aspire to. It'll never happen. If he stayed in New England, it would not have happened. Uh, you know, all those things. But uh, where he is now, it is truly the best spot in the NFL for him. I thought that when he signed with Tampa Bay. I watched Tampa Bay almost every one of their games with Jameis Winston. I knew then. They were very talented, and they added to it to draft a right tackle to get Gronk, um, Antonio Brown, and Leonard Fournette, who just turned into just awesome at the end of the year. But the right tackle was a, it's incredible. Tristan Wirfs, I don't know what it was, but in that uniform, he even grew. He looked bigger. <laughs> but what a, he was the best rookie offensive lineman in the NFL this year, by far. Not even close. Mm-hmm. And he, he was terrific in the Super Bowl, and just think, he's only going to get better. So, And 45 for Brady now seems pretty realistic, right? It does. Uh, I know next year is a shoe-in, and they're going to be really good next year, so I would think he's going to probably try to hang in there for two years. Uh, the big thing is, can Bruce Arians, if they don't win next year, can he stay in there for another year after that? Uh, I would say yes. I think Bruce can do two more years. Uh, of doing this you know he's 68 the grind is unbelievable in the nfl i don't care if you have a great team or a bad team but man i got a chance to talk to him yesterday and i said boy have you stopped smiling and he goes nope you know and you know we, we had some interesting questions and some conversation with him it was awesome and that smile stays on your face gary really for your whole life and uh, especially during the offseason before you start up training camp again. And then you got to, you know, turn that button back on and uh, be ready to compete because th- there's no doubt. When you're the ex-Super Bowl champion or last year's Super Bowl champion, teams get fired up to play you. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like beating the champ. So they'll be ready because they're built for it. They got the quarterback and the head coach who are honest with the players. So, Tom Brady went two more Super Bowls. I, I, I would not say that's out of the question. Who knows how many more rings Tom Brady can get? He only has three fingers left. How long will he be interested in playing with players young enough to be his kids? Will his desire and motivation stay the same? There is nothing left to prove other that he can continue to be ageless. He's had an incredible career. And one day after Peyton Manning was selected for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2021, Brady joined him as the only quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl for two different teams. Here's Tom on what his football life has meant to him. I think just being grateful for 
you know, all the blessings in my life and I've got, you know, more than anyone could imagine. So in the end, I just try to do the best I could do, you know, with uh, every situation. And you understand there's a lot of people that have supported me over the time to get to this point. So I think any time you get the chance to realize your dreams and, and I've been, you know, between high school, college, pro football, doing this for almost 30 years, um, just so appreciative of all the different people who have helped me along the way. And um, hopefully that, you know, I can, in my own way, give back uh, as best I can to, you know, other people who may be looking to achieve and accomplish their dreams too, so. Stories and careers like Brady are once in a lifetime. Overlooked coming out of high school, fighting for every snap in college, almost falling out of the draft. He gets a chance to play in New England after Drew Bledsoe suffers a life-threatening injury and then one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven Super Bowl victories. Brady and the Bucks finished the season by running the table the last two months with eight straight victories. And then they celebrated with a festive boat parade along the Hillsborough River in Tampa that looked like spring break. It was highlighted by Brady completing his final pass of the season when he flipped the Lombardi Trophy from his boat to tight end Cameron Brate on another boat a few yards away. Brady passed the trophy, but he didn't pass the torch. He is the GOAT. This has been a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed the entire podcast series. Tom Brady created quite an epilogue by winning his seventh Super Bowl. If you're interested, my Brady versus Manning book is still available on Amazon or wherever you get your books. This is Gary Myers, and thanks so much for listening to the GOAT, Tom Brady. The GOAT, Tom Brady, is a production of Diversion Podcast in association with iHeartRadio. This season is written and hosted by me, Gary Myers. Executive producers Scott Waxman and Mark Francis for Diversion Podcast and Sean Titone for iHeartRadio. Story editing by Scott Waxman with editorial direction from John Tuttle. Editing, mixing, and sound design by Mark Francis. Archival research by Brianne Murphy. Verna Fields is our technical producer, and our director of marketing and business development is Jacob Bronstein. Special thanks to Oren Rosenbaum at UTA. Find Diversion on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Diversion Pods. And let us know, what do you think of the show? Send us your questions, your comments, and even your critiques. That's Diversion Pods on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Diversion Podcasts.